I know that majority of families at some point have struggled, like redefining what our new boundaries are, what is our new routine, everything changed. Like there was no going to work. There was no, like everything shifted and changed. And it was hard. She's a picture man. <laughs> you Actually. do you. Yeah. Listen, guys, this bit is about being unapologetically you, okay? Hello! <laughs> Get heart centered. Everybody but, has a story. Like, it's a choice. Anybody can get a massage and do a face mask. Ladies, how them quarantine bits? What up, guys? It's Lynn. It's Allie. Quarantine. It's Raina. How's it's everybody up. doing? Guys, we're trying to we see how you're doing. Well, yeah, we're trying to be as positive as we can, but in all honesty, the bits are not together and we are feeling the quarantine. It's so it's weird. It's well, just like this awkward. I don't yeah, like it. Well, My we're bits trying to feel very separated. Yeah, well, we're trying to do this on Zoom, which, you know, a lot of other podcasts do, but this is just not what's natural for us because we love the person to person. Like we find that we flow so well when we are all together. And so we're just, we're going to try this guys. Cause we got to make the best out of this quarantine situation. I literally love following your Instagram because every day you are quite literally making the best out of every situation, like just TikToks and dances and kids and colors and oh. guys, it's, it's chaos. I'm sure mothers, <laughs> I don't know if you guys feel this, but I, with postpartum depression and all that sort of stuff, I went back to work and I was traveling and I was seeing my girls and I thought, oh my God, I got my groove. Mama's got her groove back. Quarantine hits and I am put back into the motherhood cage that I so dearly needed to escape for a, a split second. And now I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom working from home and my plate is fuller than fucking full. So it's walk kind us of, through it. What happened? Well, it's right? kind of funny listening back to like our, like these most recent podcasts, because it's so much about being a mom and needing to be out and needing to have friends and needing this. And like, I've been listening to them as they've been coming out. And it's like, I'm like, oh my God, I should be really worried about Allie actually. You know, <laughs> I, I, I thought about that recently as well. I was like, oh, Allie was like on her, she was finding her mama groove. And now hold on, she's at home. What happened? That's why I said, walk well, me through it. Oh, guys, I'm going to tell you that the first two weeks of when all this went down was like crippling for me. There was no, I, I couldn't see the joy in this. I felt trapped. I felt caged. The kids were screaming. My husband was here. I was like, <laughs> we are all, we've never spent this much time together. We were on like week two and a half. And I was like, oh my God, they're all still here. And managing that, working full time, hustling different things. Um, I. I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to lose it. I, you know, I remember somebody said like, have you had your quarantine, your COVID breakdown? And I was like, yes. oh yes, every single morning. Did um, that. Yeah. And uh, I know that all three of us have, but I think when you compile, you know, two small children or any children, a husband, a partner, um, caretaking, tantrums, pooey diapers, 24 seven, I was like this, okay, wow, this is hard. But here's the thing is that I slowly started to transition to a phase of gratitude where I kind of looked around and I went, I'm never going to have this fucking time again with my family. But I, 
think of like your situation and I'm like, okay, take out the kids. Would it be better? And you're like, you're probably going to fight with your spouse regardless. And then, okay, take out your spouse. Would it be better? And it's like, then you're alone. Like, so I don't think there's like a good safe way to even approach this situation. Like we're all fucked regardless, you know? (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I think, well, I I think that there's something to be said about that though, right? And like the collective the collective fuckery, if you will, because it's for the first time it leveled the playing field. And for the first time in the history of at least my life, it was the first time that every single person worldwide was actually going through the same fucking thing at the exact same time. I was telling Mackenzie that because Mackenzie, my daughter was kind of unplugged from social media when all this started. And so it was like, I mean, just talking to her and explaining it to her and then I would like take her to the grocery store with me and have her wear a mask. And it's just like having her out and seeing like, it's not just like, we're not just punishing you because you're 14 and a bitch. It's like, no, like the entire world is shut down right now and everyone's wearing a mask and no one's touching each other. And it's just like, we're taking Dexter out the other day. And I just like, look, cause we live downtown and I look down the sidewalk and it's like person walking, person running, person with their dog, like a normal setting, everyone's in masks. And I'm just like, this is what an insane reality that we're living. But what's crazy is it threw me for the first little while into an absolute spiral of panic because I went to the grocery store, the, the shelves were bare, people were losing their jobs. I'm yeah. home with the kids and my husband and I, it became a lot. Like those first few weeks for me were so intense that I, I literally, I, I didn't know how to function. I, the best things that I could do were making it through the day having a glass of wine, having another glass of wine. I thought we talked about this. I know, I know, but guys, it was COVID. Well, so hold on. I have a question because this is what I wanted to ask about is, so we have the, like, we've talked about the routines that we have and we've talked about how to be accountable to yourself and how to, you know, change your mindset, blah, 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 all the things. Then what happens when this massive shift, this nationwide shift happens and we're home and suddenly we have to change some things. Like the third day of COVID, Jake looked at me and said, hey, this is not summer camp. And I was like, but- it I literally had to say that to my daughter. Like summer camp. Like it feels to me, like we are on, granted I work from home all the time anyway and home, like my life has not changed at all. But I just, it felt like it was a reason to party every day. And I think that that also was a collective thing for a while amongst people And I started to see myself slip into it where it was like, oh, I can just YOLO and it's, but why, right? How is this going to be different? And then if this is going to be around for a while, how do we like, you know, pull ourselves up out of that? So what changed? Because you're, you're not still doing it. Oh, definitely not. But I am going to tell you that I know that majority of families at some point have struggled, like redefining what our new boundaries are, what is our new routine everything changed. Like there was no going to work. There was no, like everything shifted and changed. And it was hard. I've got to like, I'm yes, sure. I I've had a little bit more wine. Um, (laughs) and now I'm cutting back, but (laughs) those first little few weeks were intense. And I want to make sure that people understand that there's, there's an okay to feel that intense. Like I'm, I don't feel guilty. I, it was crazy. I got caught up in the news. I got caught up in the what ifs. Well, what if my kids never go back to school? Well, what if, what if this happens? What if I can't see my friends? What if I can't, like, what if there's no toilet paper? I got, I went down a spiral because I was managing so many things and it became really 
difficult. But here's the thing is now we're in month two and a half. And yes, things have completely changed, completely, completely changed. And I mean, Raina, you're like, <laughs> you are the master of the schedule and the ha habitual. Um, you're always lurking around doing the same thing all the time. But did it change? lurking around doing the same thing every time that is I, the most amazing thing I've ever I know heard. thanks for that I think <laughs> um you know I don't know I listened to you and your reaction and it's just like I was actually scrolling my Instagram again the other day and saw that post that I made and I just was like a message for everyone and I said calm the fuck down and I'm like I also feel kind of bad for that post now because at that time when I posted it it was like you know, the schools weren't closed yet. It was like two days later that the schools closed, but it's just like everyone on social media was freaking out, everyone. And so I just had this mindset, I think, going into it being like, guys, this is not fucking forever. We're not all going to die. Like it's going to pass. You know what I mean? Um, you guys are distracting me with the chat. Do you not know me yet? I had to put in the chat, guys, lurking around doing the same thing all the time because you, as a that is me. <laughs> normal person, might hear that and think, well, that sounds like a bummer, but it's actually the most inspirational thing ever. She and is lurking actually, around, and it's the single thing that has saved her ass during COVID. And, and saved mine because, honestly, I am so, like, this is, this is where, like, you know, I struggle with not seeing you girls because I always come back from us like getting together completely 100% changed and just a better human like I come back rejuvenated and revitalized and part of it is because I do watch Raina lurk around her house and like do the same things and I go ah, I gotta get back to doing that it's all about learning well you're not mocking my routine now are you bitches <laughs> well, no. we, le we learn from each other right like it's right. success leaves clues okay so for me, I know I had a, a dip in it as well. Like yeah. in the beginning, guys, I have videos, recorded videos of me being, making fun of this because I didn't understand the, it, there's no words. I, I didn't understand it. the magnitude, okay, of what this was going to look like for the world. And so I was just very much a peon in my own little, like, how is this going to affect me? And all you people are being really annoying with talking about the coronavirus. And I smoke a lot of weed, so I cough a lot. And no, I don't have COVID. Fuck you, right? All these things. And I was looking at my behaviors and I had traveled from December until February and then moved into a new home and honestly just had head so far up my successful little ass that I was focused on my goals and moving and traveling and like creating a life that I really loved that I wasn't actually, and I pride myself on it, that I don't watch the news because some might think that that's ignorant, but for me, it's a protection thing. And I didn't know what was happening until it was almost too late to then I was like, oh shit, guys, like this is. It makes me wonder how many people had that same process because I look back and I'm like, and I never said anything to you, but I'm like, I looked at people that weren't taking it seriously. And I'm like, how the fuck are you not taking this seriously? Like this and is that's how I feel now. not to freak out, you know what I mean? Or, or cause pan or go buy 150 packages of toilet paper. Like, fuck you, whoever did that. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's different and it's, none of us know the reality of it, but I think that, I think that's a common thing that I kind of judged immediately, like thinking like, how are people not taking this seriously? Like you're out and you're in groups and you're this and you're that and people were still ordering takeout and all this stuff. And I'm just like, are you insane? Like what is happening? 
But I think you nailed it right there, Raina, by saying it's different. Like from day one, when all this started, I got thrown back into motherhood times a million and my family and managing a whole bunch of stuff. So right away it became real and not on a global scale, but on a personal scale, like my world was really intense. And I just think, holy smokes, every single woman and husband and man and person had to have gone through a shift. Like I know all three of us had a vid experience where we were like, okay, yeah, no, this is real. And we're all a bit in shock. I mean, yeah, it, it hits everybody. And then I think the big picture is where are you at now? Right? Like I get it for the first couple of weeks, you know, first month. And of course it's going to come. I had a tough day two days ago when everybody's screaming at one time. Yeah, that's tough. Okay. And there's no escape and nobody's going anywhere. And I can't, I can't fucking do anything. <laughs> right? Like it's tough, but my whole routine has changed. I am kind of back to normal and I'm going to be honest I'm actually sad when everything is going to open back up because I kind of now am liking my home. I'm kind of enjoying my routine. I'm enjoying my kids and I'm enjoying my husband and I'm enjoying this family unit that we're starting to really dig into. Cause I think for me, this has been nothing but um, a huge teaching tool for me to be a better mom. So keep it, keep up with it. Don't be a person that falls back on it the same way that, I mean, this is not the first like national crisis it, and it probably won't be the last, unfortunately, because of the way that we live. And, you know, that's a whole other topic for another time. But I just see so many people make really great changes when something tragic happens and then they forget, right? Mm -hmm. Like after 9-11, like everything changed for travel. And I was one of the first people to be annoyed that I had to take my shoes off, right? Like, and now I'm like, yeah, I'll take all my clothes off. Whatever you need, check my shit. I just want to be safe. Thank you, right? You would now, do that even if the world was totally safe. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm like, you need to strip in this x-ray machine? What do you want to see? But now because of COVID, I'm like, yeah, next time I get in a tube of germs, an aluminum tube of germs with recycled air, I don't know that I'm going to do that really quickly. So it does change everything, but why not keep the good? right? Keep the family time, keep the routines, keep that good stuff. What's something that you've done now, Allie, that you guys didn't do before as a family? Oh my God, we have dinner together. Like, I know that seems like such something that's so simple, but my husband used to work until, you know, 7 p.m. And I would manage, I'd work a full day, come home, do dinner with the kids, get them all ready, prep them for bed and bath. And then my husband would come home from work. We have had dinner together every single night for two and a half months. And I'm going to tell you that that's absolutely priceless to me because... Can we just ask kind of what you've seen from that? Because I know in a couple episodes we have talked about relationships with our spouses and with our kids and your identity and all of those things. So how, I mean, and I, you literally haven't even shared, like I legit don't know. I would love to hear how it's like changed your relationship. I would well, like to know as well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, we actually have to communicate. Like we have to check in because we're both at home. We both have to decide what is tomorrow going to look like. And we ask one question, and I don't know if this resonates with anybody, but we found that this has helped. Every single night we say, what do you need tomorrow? And so for me, I say, I'm going to need time for my workout. That is my one thing that I just know I need now to clear my head. And he goes, okay. And he'll say, I need time to, you know, 
play this board game or do this thing or go for a walk or work in the garden or whatever his thing is. And I'll say, okay, therefore we can kind of negotiate who's got the kids and yeah, what do you need? What do you need tomorrow? That what literally makes me so emotional even to think about. Is that weird? Like I, I Same. hear I you say that and I'm like, no, I need, like, I need to implement that. How do I get Chad to think of that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, holy shit. What a, what a rewarding and like encouraging thing to finish the night with. I well, mean, really. Well, because in all, in all reality, guys, we never, ever asked each other what we needed because we were in fight or flight every single day. And we still were at the beginning of COVID, but in our old life, it was like, okay, get to bed so that I can get up at five, you know, something so I can get my workout so I can work a full day so I can, right. And now we have this little extra time, even though it's full of nothing but chaos and we can say, Hey, what do you need tomorrow? And therefore we're trying to set ourselves up for success. And also when we do butt heads, (laughs) we got nowhere to go. We have to face each other. And that has been crazy because neither of us good or bad (laughs) well it's crazy in the sense of like I neither one of us are great communicators but because of this quarantine we're forced to have to talk and our big line is okay what do you need what do you need tomorrow what let's set our day up for success and that's kind of where we've built from and it's been a game changer and I think the kids have felt it I think that we've felt it um I have felt it um you know I've I've, I've decided that COVID-19 is actually going to be me at the end down 19 pounds. Like, you know, like, and it, and it's not a weight thing. Like, it's not like, guys, I need to change my body. And, you know, we don't need any hate mail. Love your body. I love, I, guys, if you've listened. You're beautiful. I'm beautiful. We fucking get it. We get it. You're allowed to have goals. Guys, if COVID has taught you anything, I hope, I really hope that it's to just stay in your fucking lane and just let people do them, right? If somebody has a goal, why are you going to shame their goal? If you want to gain weight, if you want to lose weight, why not? Fuck yeah. Get that. How far are you? I'm down 10 and a half pounds. Yes. Yes, you are, baby. Yeah. But, but what's crazy is it's not just about 10 and a half pounds. It's that I've taken out some stress in my life. I've actually taken time to meal prep and to plan and to do these things. Um, and yes, I'm still drinking wine. Okay. (laughs) But here's the thing is like, I am through COVID and quarantine trying to find the silver linings and things that I want to do. Guys, I feel so shitty when I binge and when I go through these crazy, I know Linz, you feel the same way, Raina, same way. Um, When our habits are off, we feel off. And so I said to myself, I'm like, I've got time and space, not a lot of it, but that I can kind of dig into my journey and why not come out of this the other side, COVID-19? I'm going to be down 19. <laughs> I feel like that's like a thing that's happening. I feel like half the population is like empowered and they're like, they're going to use this time strategically and find a new routine and get back to like what I'm excited about. And then like the other half is kind of stuck where you started, like still plugged into the news, like shaming. Like it's just, it's, I, I don't know. I go to Facebook and I'm just like, gross. And then I go to Instagram and I'm like, okay, it's a little bit better. And so it's, you know, I think it's just kind of generational also, but it's, it's just, it's, it's insane. The people that are thriving and then the amount of people that are just in such a dark place. But Linz, you are 100% right with fear and gosh, you have moved through some fear. And I think that that would be something 
that a lot of people need to hear right now, your process of moving through fear. <laughs> oh man, where I thrive, my wheelhouse of discomfort. I think I do want to touch on what Raina said though, that it's a generational thing for sure, which has been something that I've really been ignorant to uh, until now that hearing my parents and their fears, you know, I was born in 1984. So yeah, there's been a few things that have been very massive that have happened in my timeline, but in my parents' timeline who are in their, you know, late sixties, early seventies, like it's been a lot more. So for them, they're like, yeah, but you, I do know what could happen and it could get worse because clearly it has. And I'm like, Okay. They also on some haven't respect. been through anything like this. Like, there's been nothing like this Correct. since like 1918. You know what I mean? So, like, calm. Like, exactly. they need to. We all need to chill, right? There's well, like I'm learning that, right? That one extreme in the take, night. Like, we don't have to take our parents' uh, shit. We don't have to take our parents' concerns, I guess, as our own. Um, and so, moving through fear for me is moving through the fear of the codependency of not holding on to my parents' fear, and that. My mom is immune compromised because she's a cancer survivor. My dad is immune compromised because of all of his autoimmune stuff. And then I'm immune compromised. So my first natural genetic predisposition is to be like, oh my God, I'm going to have to check every article in the news and I'm going to have to fucking read every, every fucking thing that's ever come out about anything ever. Uh, going back to the history of time, I'm going to read it. And honestly, what happened is I read about one page of Facebook and I realized that I had a choice <laughs> and it was a really fucked up choice. Like, I'm not saying it's not a fucked up choice. It, it's a choice though, right? And it's actually more of a decision, less of a choice. Because some people don't have the ability to make certain choices. I'll just say it that way um, for whatever reason, okay? But there is a decision that can be made and I made a decision to save myself. And I feel like it's the constant decision that I keep coming back to every single episode and every single day is that every single fucking morning you have that decision to make. And I, not until COVID, realized that you actually make that decision at night as well. And I started to get goosebumps all over my entire body when Allie was talking about what do you need tomorrow? Because I am very much a like, I need to live in the present moment. It's about what I need right now in this space. I live a very alternative lifestyle. So it's very much about what I need right now. Um, and COVID has taught me, like, <laughs> it's not always about what you need right now. Maybe it's about what you need tomorrow. Maybe it's about what you need five years from now, if you end up being quarantined in your home forever, maybe it's about what you need in your soul, right? Like it's, it's baffling guys. And so I think what happens is you start to feel like you're creating something new, like a new thought pattern and a new process. And so instead of choosing that fear, you're like, okay, today I am not going to read the news. And that means that when my family contacts me and asks me if I've seen the article about X, Y, and Z, my response is not going to be, no, I don't read the news anymore because of the X, Y, <laughs> like, you know, it's just, no, well, I'm actually not doing that. Back to like the mindset of all of it. Like, I feel like I've said, like, we are in complete control of how we respond to this. So if we are surrounding ourselves with the negative side or the politics side or all of this stuff that we're hearing and Facebook side of things, like that's, that's going to be our mood. We're going to be upset about it. We're going to be stressed about it. We're going to think worst case scenario. And I don't know, like if anything, it's caused me to be like, I want a fucking farm. I want like, yes. I want chickens in my backyard. I want, uh, exactly. you know what I mean? Like things like that, where I'm like, God, now I can't wait to get a house. And I was like, we were driving the other day through the neighborhoods with masks on, like with windows down and everybody's like out and at the parks. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm part of me is paranoid, but the other part of me is like, I can't wait to be in a position where I 
am self-sustainable. Like I cannot wait for that. And, you know, we've, Chad and I watched TV in bed every night and like we went on a little rant for a while where we watched like all these prepper shows and I would always like make fun of them and be like, they're fucking bunker underneath underground and all this stuff. And it's like, now I want one. Now I want a bunker underground. As long as your bunker yeah. has two extra rooms for right. Lindsay and I, the we is, support your bunker. The thing, I have my own bunker. We had just bought a house. Guys, I really don't believe to, like, I got a lot of messages during this time of people messaging me saying, easy for you to say and lucky for, and you know how much I love those messages. Um, Jake and I bought this house with, that we live in right now. My partner and I bought this home and we moved in two days before all of the COVID stuff really happened. And what I mean by that is two days before him and I were actually aware of what was actually happening in the world, like truly at the magnitude that it was and how it was actually going to affect us. Right. So we moved in and my first reaction was that fear, but it was less fear. It was more just, well, now I can't decorate my fucking house because I can't go buy plants because people can't wash their hands. Right. Cause I didn't know. Cause I wasn't educated. So then I thought, well, maybe if I educate myself, it'll make it easier. Fucking wrong. I don't want to be a person that's educated about anything other than health and wellness and how to fight disease from within. So that's what I focus on, right? It doesn't mean that it's wrong or right. If you are a doomsday prepper, it doesn't mean that it's wrong or right. If you do that stuff, it just means that I looked at my life and that decision came. I've been wanting to compost for so long and now we have a compost pile. We've been wanting to plant herbs and now we have herbs that are like growing and we have vegetables that are growing and we have like, I am now creating something for myself because of Crohn's disease that 10 years ago, I told myself, I don't want to buy vegetables in a store because I don't know what's sprayed on them. Even if they say they're organic, I'm not there. I don't fucking believe you. So I want to grow my own shit. Everything that I ingest or smoke or eat or whatever, right? I want it to be all mine. So, and because I want to know where it comes from. And I'm now you, having that. And I'm you know so what? Excited. I I love that. And there's two things. Number one, I was one of those people in the first little bit of when COVID. I was like, oh, it must be easy for all you people who are single and you have no kids and you're just my fucking we life. We not- chose that because yeah. of stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was I was. It just was a reflection of the struggle bus that I was on. Like I, I was looking externally instead of fixing my own shit. I was just like, oh my God, could you imagine it? Oh my God, they must have it so much easier, right? Like I projected, projected, but here's what's funny is just listening to you guys talk about your little bunkers and your vegetable gardens. That was always something that I, oh my God, I would love to have that, but I didn't have time. I was like, do you know how busy I am working full time and being a mom? I, we all have our busy stories, right? But because of this quarantine, we actually have time to dig in our garden. <laughs> like these things are coming to fruition because of COVID. And that is such a silver lining. And all of this is that like, ask yourself, what, what could you make happen during this thing? And when I say like, I want to be down 19 pounds instead of like, you know, in a tribute to COVID. It's not about body stuff. It's about what can you make happen for yourself? Go plant your garden. Go work on yourself. Go read that book you've always wanted to because guess what? We have nothing else to do. (laughs) I think it also comes down to like looking at making that decision no matter what, meaning it's a hard and fast line of understanding that every circumstance in life is teaching you something if that's how you choose to look at it. I go into anything 
I get super irritated super easily. Yes, I'm human and that's who I am. So the second that I feel that physical disconnect though, that's the second I can feel my body starting to like, you know, where you like tighten up and you like squeeze your butthole and you're like fists are tight and like your chest gets, your chest hurts and your shoulders get tight. If you don't have, if you have an ostomy, maybe this makes more sense to you. Your shoulders get really tight. Your chest gets really tight. I'm like, I don't know guys, come on. You know what I'm talking about. When you feel that that physical energy, that is that moment where you get to make that decision. That's not, well, I have anxiety and I can't make that decision. It takes some practice, but it's that decision of, okay, okay, okay. This is teaching me something. What is it teaching me? It might not be what you like at first and that's cool too, but it's always teaching you something. It literally just reminded me of, I don't, and I posted it on Instagram or on our, one of our team pages or something too, but have you guys been watching the last dance at all? the Michael Jordan stuff that's coming out. I'm only watching it because of Chad, but I'll tell you, it's like I've every episode. I'm just like, like what a leader and what a, what a mindset to have. Like he was taught, like his dad taught him to think the way of like, you know, if, if something bad's happening or something wrong is happening, where's the positive thing that's happening? Like, what's the good that's coming out of this? And I'm just like, like what, I mean, it's such good timing too, for this to be released to, for people to watch because we're all in quarantine and it's just like such a cool mindset that that guy had, like such a positive mindset. And it's, I don't know. I think a big issue too, is just people aren't really educated about what's going on right now. You know what I mean? And the hard thing is, is like science says one thing and politics say another thing. And this person's saying this thing and this other really popular big person is saying this thing. So I think a lot of people are just kind of like, it's just fear of the unknown. Well, and then we're all caught up in what we also have to manage. Like, mm-hmm. I love all this stuff and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. But when people are screaming and I've got to work from home and like, it's just such a shift and a change. And I think, I think you're allowed to have that COVID breakdown because all three of us have, right? Check. All three of us check, mate. Done. <laughs> we, all several three of us times. Have, several, several, multiple times. times. And there will yeah. be more to come, which is fine. But it's also, what are we projecting out and I mean, Rain, you just so wonderfully talked about sticking to your routine. And I mean, you've harped on it a million and one times, but I think that if people can come back to the simple, which is the way that you, the way that you put routine really simplifies it for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've said from, I don't know specifically what you want me to touch on it about. I've just like, I thrive on my routine. And so in my world and my little bubble, when my outside of that bubble is chaos, I'm like, you go be chaos. Like I'm good. I've got my system. I've got my routine. I've got, you know, I like, even when all of this happened, I almost had this freak out moment. And then Chad stopped me and he was like, like you literally just like you homeschooled, like you did work and homeschooled and you have a routine. You've set this big schedule. Like this is, this should be a piece of cake. It should. And so I don't know. I've just kept that, that schedule has just been key. I've, I've kept it no matter what, every single day, every single day. Well, which is, which is what I think that people need to really assess with their lives is where can you, where can you get that routine back and make something that is so foreign and new and we're all still kind of fumbling along. But I think two and a half months, three months in, this could be the new norm. And it's like, okay, what does this look like for you? And where do you find your happy? And maybe yeah. it comes back to asking yourself or your partner or your friend or your parents or anything. What do you need? What do I need today? What do I need tomorrow to make today successful, to make yeah. tomorrow successful for us? Not to all <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to strangle my husband through all this. What do you need? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and I think it's like, 
what do you want your life to look like when this is when when things go back to the new normal like when things are at a new normal what base what you know habits what life do you want to create and what do you want it to look like and what do you want it to look like for you right like i hate the words new normal guys so it's just for you it's what do you want your life to look like don't worry about unless you work for NASA or you're the president, don't worry about the global scale right now and focus on your life, your family, yourself, and what your impact can be on your life. But also allow it to be a new normal. Cause I want to touch on that. Like I've, I've heard many people just be like, like I don't want this. Constantly. I don't well, people like are like, people are like, I don't want this to be the new normal. I want to go out with friends. I want to do all that. And I'm like, look at the world we had before we had like it like was gross. Bad shit before. And it was gross. And people were depressed. And people were like, you know, and not that they're not now, but it's like, look at like the fucking rivers in Italy running clear. Like we are literally making a huge impact right now by being contained and staying, you know, in small groups and doing things like that. Like we're literally changing the world right now. You know what We've I mean? We've always been six feet. I mean, I used to have long nails that kept people six feet from me for a reason, but really we've always gotten grocery deliveries and things like that. So our lives haven't changed that much. But for those of you that are, that thrive on human interaction, okay. Not talking to the me's of the world and talking to the alleys. For those of you that thrive on human interaction, she's like me, me, human me. interaction. And, and there's a lot of kids, by the way, because Allie was a child once. There's a, this starts when you're a kid. So I want you to be aware that this now changes things for children because we as a, not that we ever should have been touching kids as a whole anyway, but like it kind of negates Different the conversation, topic. but it negates the conversation. And so now it's, you know, it's just, just now love on- it your yeah. family. Okay. Yeah. And it's kind of weird yourself. to think about, we talk about that so much about like, you know, so much of our issues were caused from our childhood. And I'm like, Oh my God, what issues are going to come from like a generation being quarantined for, you know, that's why I was like, don't worry about the just world. Like, just worry about your, that's what I meant guys is just worry about your family. Cause it will fuck you up. If you worry about every other person and what's going to happen. Cause it's a lot and we can't control that. We only have control over us. So in the meantime, until we talk to you again. We miss you all. We miss each other. Take care of them bits. Bye guys. Bye.